This is the Welcome to Perth podcast, showcasing the stories behind our events, entertainment and lifestyle. These are the stories of how they came to be and what the future has in coming. Hello listeners and viewers to the next episode of Welcome to Perth Catch-Ups. Today I have with me Craig Wilson from Counterbalance Fitness and I also have with me PCR Director and Head Coach Glenn Austin. Gentlemen, how are we? Good mate, how are you going? Going well. So we've got PCR number 10. Can you believe it, Glenn? Number 10. Time flies, eh, when you're having fun? <laughs> nice so, Roman numerals, very uh, Spartan-like. <laughs> it looks like you're giving a kiss to someone, PCRX. <laughs> but it's like, it wasn't a kiss, it's PCR 10 on emails. That's huge. So uh, other than uh, obviously kissing people, we're actually <laughs> going to be there at Crown Towers uh, April 22nd. So beautiful venue at Crown Towers. Uh, a lot of uh, boxes normally stay a couple nights and, and their guests as well and really make a weekend out of it, don't they? Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's, it's awesome. There's so much to do there. I uh, spend most of my time at Nobu afterwards, <laughs> yeah, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. Real hot roller. Okay. Yeah, uh, certainly not. It's all on credit. <laughs> now, Craig, uh, PCR has moved to your beautiful gym here in Broodgoon. So um, talk us through, mate, um, a little bit about your background and, uh, and yeah, how you, how you came up with this, this new gym idea and, and a little bit of background. Yeah, certainly. Look, we're, we're stoked to have PCR on board in, in uh, I suppose, our business infancy in the early days. Um, certainly help, helps create our brand and bring a few extra punters in the door and um, and it gives us a great opportunity to use our background, our experience in such an awesome event that's very renowned in Perth. Um, my background, to answer your question, 27 years fitness training. This is my third fitness business um, in partnership with, with a good wife, Leonie. So she's been a fitness trainer for 15, 16 years good as well. Good business and, partner, I like that. Yeah, life partner, business <laughs> partner, mate. Yeah, never mix business with pleasure. <laughs> um, and our oldest son, Xavier, he's uh, 18. He's a qualified fitness trainer and better have his first Muay Thai fight this weekend. So he's right right amongst and, and loving being around Glenn and Nigel and their years of experience. And he's picking up lots of tricks of the trade with, with the PCR squad. And so talk to us. Uh, how, did you, how did you get involved with PCR? How do you know Glenn and Nigel? Uh, I would have first met Glenn many, many years ago. I used to box at a, a gym, little gym in Fremantle, the Warehouse Fitness, and a Steve, Stephen Knocker. And um, Steve used to bring in the $6 million man to knock, knock around a few of the uh, heavyweight guys that needed some sparring. That's where I met, I met him. Luckily, I didn't have to do rounds with him. I was a little light 70-kilo guy when I was boxing. But, um, yeah, then, you know, you, your life takes you down different pathways. Um, I had a few different businesses. Did a little bit of, I was involved in a little bit of white-collar boxing as well, so I racked up some experience there and then ran into Glenn in one of the gym games about eight years, eight years ago. So cross, cross paths again. And then cross paths because of my favourite, Legends Bar. Legends yeah. Bar. So yeah, that, that always helps A <laughs> couple of cold hours. Yeah. Legends Bar. A little shout out. Who's the owner of Legends Bar? Uh, his name is Mark. Great fella. Mark great Peterson. There you go. Great establishment. And I uh, love that place. And, why, uh, do we, why do we love it? Give, a, give us a little... It's, little... Just a, it's just a lads club. There's, uh, you're never going to pick up down there, Krabby. So uh, <laughs> tell the boys. Not, I'm married now. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a gentleman's club just about, it's just the lads. Uh, yeah, it's just great. It's just, it's just Wednesday, Thursday nights. It's not like a big weekend or nothing. Yeah. It's just a midweek, couple of beer thing. I used to spend a lot of time there and ran into Glen too. With, I was involved in cricket clubs and we used to always go down there from Melville mm. and um, had a couple of bucks parties and what have you there. And, and Mark, yeah, very hospitable to uh, the guys like ourselves. It yeah. loves to put a bit of cash over the bar. Love it. Takes care of locals. That's mm. my type of uh, publican. Now, Craig, talk us through how have you found the, the PCR training so far, like, um, and what do you think of the boxing group? 
Yeah, fantastic. Look, we're uh, just over four weeks in. We're over the halfway mark. The squad's been split and um, the matchups decided. Um, my experience compared to what I've experienced before, real big emphasis on defence. Uh, Glenn Nigel obviously tuned these guys up from well, from day one um, to head defence, full mouth guard, full head guard, safety first approach, which is really, really um, rewarding and, and great to be a part of from obviously running the business here and having the group here. But yeah, just defence first and then straight into sparring and, and skills and um, ring craft, I suppose, rather than just the pad combos and hitting bags. It's certainly a bit more been about counter-punching and, and avoiding getting hit, which is pretty handy in this game. That is very handy. So have we got a tip for who's going to be the fight of the night yet, gentlemen? Oh, Early days, but come on, yeah. give, give us one. Uh, Look, it's I like the main event, Ronnie versus uh, Breezy. That that's an awesome main event. We're very happy with that. But uh, you know, it's and you, why? Why? Oh, they're both good fighters, big hitters, uh, good chins, tough guys. But you know, I've had I've seen two little little guys, the smallest guys in the group, just punch into each other and just have the best night ever. So you never know who's going to turn it on on the night for fight of the night. But uh, I'm looking forward to the main event, which will be about. Tens of midnight, so I hope you've had your uh, caffeine. It's pretty hard to pick four weeks out. They've uh, they're all gonna they've improved so much so far and gotten so fit. But you can see they're going to fly home the next three four weeks. And red and blue team split now. Um, so Nigel versus Glenn, and they're both very passionate about their event, mm. and they both like getting uh, wins on the board. So the fighters are just going to be in for an absolute joyride in the next three weeks leading up to their fight. I think Casey and Jenna, mm -hmm. Casey Nigel's sister's flown over from New South Wales, um, put her life on hold over there for eight weeks, mm. and she's come here to, to have her campaign. It's a really great fight, yeah. Yep, she's red corner under Nigel and taking on Jenna, who's uh, got, got a bit of experience, so it's going to be an absolute ripper female fight, but five mm. female fights, but they're all looking really fit mm. and, and fast. The girls are always fast. I love it. So have we got we got any funny stories from the training camp so far? From this training from camp? From this one, yeah. Oh, just that Nigel's sister wanted to be in the blue team, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Big commitment from her flying yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. A little Steve, bit of family pressure there, isn't yeah. it? Steve O'Taylor, one of our um, – Corporate, corporate guys taking on the challenge. He, um, one night we finished all the sparring and everyone took their head guard and mouth guards out and we started doing some pad combos just for the last 10 minutes, a bit of fitness, and Steve-O kept his mouth guard and head guard on for the whole pad rounds. Yeah. Full defensive yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's not like very confident that. with whoever his partner in that night. <laughs> Taking hey, it you, very seriously. Hey, you're doing pads, yeah. Well, you never know. Glenn can come <laughs> yeah. over with that right hand. Always ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And so... PCR, I mean, to be at PCR 10, that's, uh, that is fantastic. What are some, what are some highlights, Glenn, of, of recently, uh, I, I guess, of the journey? Have we got any reality TV stars that have, you know, that have, that have come from the PCR famous I just had a three thought rounds? Of, I just had a thought of uh, a few funny stories as I was on the way here. Uh, yeah, yeah, so the House Rules have had uh, David Dawes and Kiara, Kiara uh, Dortina, sorry. Yeah. Uh, her last name was different on the show. Yeah. Um, uh, and my original business partner, Renee Warhop, was an uh, amazing race star. Wasn't she a Miss Universe as uh, well? Renee gets the runner-up at everything. She's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing, but she's runner-up Miss Universe, runner-up Miss, Miss uh, Amazing Race. Uh, had a pro debut and was runner-up there. But yeah. That was a terrible decision. She... she she won that. Uh, uh, yeah, she's Didn't just. Say you uh, let that go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's second best at everything, but she's the best. Yeah. So she she started PCR with you, uh, yep. like at, yeah. at, at your old gym at Anarchy. Yeah, Anarchy Training Center about six seven years ago. Uh, there was me, 
Renee, Simon Crossland. Uh, so we got off to a start. And then um, Nigel was just a coach back then. And now Nigel's my partner. And Nigel himself has actually had some boxing fights, hasn't he? Yeah, Nigel's had two MMA fights um, and four boxing fights. Yep. Uh, four pro boxing fights. He won the Metro title about three years ago. Uh, yeah, so he's my uh, arch nemesis, and I do everything I can to beat him at <laughs> now, everything. <laughs> now, hang on. I'm pretty sure nine PCRs have happened. You guys are exactly blue versus red. I'm one one fight in front of him. Are you sure? I thought it was a draw. No, it was a draw at the last one. Uh, and I, beat him, I beat him by one. Of course. At the last of course. one, yeah. So, so you're up now. I'm up by one. So yeah. out of 150-odd fights, yeah. I'm, I'm only up by one. It's crazy. I, I love that. That ad also just shows the, the uh, I guess, the evenly matched uh, boxing fights that you guys well, I'm glad you. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Krabby, because when I lose the event, you know, by one or two fights, Nigel thinks it's great. When I win by one or two fights, Nigel thinks, oh, you got the better, better you got the, you got all the, you picked, you, you cherry picked all the good ones, right? But over the whole event, I'm only up by one. I love it. So how can I be cherry picking the good ones? Craig, yeah. is there any cherry picking going on? <laughs> Not from what I've seen. I think the matchups, to be honest and fair, um, absolutely fantastic. I'm, I'm really excited by it, but um, I'm also quietly confident being in the red camp that might see Nigel go a few ahead this year. <laughs> I like that. Now, is there any, can you give us any trade secrets, uh, any red secrets that's been going on? <laughs> of course in, you won't. <laughs> of course not, yeah, not in current company. Um, <laughs> no, just you'll have to wait for the night, Crowley, mate. It's going to be an absolute bore terror. Okay, all right. And Blue, you want to just um, maybe share with the Reds what your plan is? Yeah, we're going to hit them low under the belt. We practice the old uh, ball shots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you're allowed to do that. <laughs> it's okay. Do it the referees. We put you back to the referee. That's now I've heard uh, the PCR boxes uh, as a nice wind up. They end up going down to the Crown Towers pool and spa the next day, and yeah. all have a few cocktails and enjoy the uh, enjoy the spoils of talking about all the stories from last night and getting uh, and getting into the ring and versing one another. Yeah, that's the highlight for me. The weekend, the pool, so much fun. Yeah, everyone's winding down. It's like winning a grand final, you know, and you're all just having a beer afterwards. It's the best. Even the people that have that have that have lost. I've had someone lose and tell me it was the best night of their life. So Nigel's organised about eight ice baths for the blue team. We'll bring him a cocktail. Yeah, might have been drinking out of the ice baths. So you empty the empty the spa crown towers and just put the ice bath in there. I like that. It's very thoughtful of you, Nigel. They're nice, this red team. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. So all right. So if you if you had to pick. Now, you, and you can't just say that you're going to win them all. You, are you going to win by two or three against Reds? It's always close, yeah. Me and Nigel don't want a, a whitewash, you know. I don't want to, it's 15 fights this time. I don't want to win, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to win all of them. Uh, no. I want to win, I think, nine to six would be perfect. That's yeah. just enough okay. for my ego. And it's not too, <laughs> not too bad ego. for Nigel, you know. So, Craig, what is it? What does it feel like for boxers as they're entering the ring? What's the um, what's the overriding emotion? Yeah, well, they, they have their walkout song. They um, have their, their cornermen walking with them, carrying their gear. They walk past to their favourite tunes, probably five or six tables, 30, 40, 50 people screaming and yelling, high-fiving, All kissing their friends them. friends that have Yeah, there. kissing them, hugging them and um, wishing them their best wishes. So that's a fun time. That takes mm. the edge off it, I think, a bit. Mm. And, um, yeah, 
busted out through their, their favourite tunes and some of them have a few dances and all that lined up, I'm sure, as long as they don't trip over the ring ropes on the way in <laughs> at the finals. <laughs> breezy will dance. Final hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah breezy will dance. But once they get to the ring, they meet, meet the coaches and then it's down to business and, yeah. and uh, head guards on and then the officials will check out their gloves, check them out, mm-hmm. Vaseline, what have you, and then um, final words from the coaches and it's time to rumble. Yeah. And so, Glennie, do you find that some people really rise to the occasion and then some people shrink or do you find everyone performs how you sort of expect they're going to perform nah. and how they're performing in the gym in sparring? So you'd, you'd think with us coaches seeing both sides, you think you could almost pick every fight, but we get it wrong all the time. So yes, people absolutely uh, lift on the night and, uh, and some people uh, do the opposite. I won't name them, you know. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's doing their best, but uh, but obviously, yeah, some people are deers in the headlights. Right, bright lights get them. Yeah, other people lift, you know, so they've got that killer instinct, so yeah. And Craig, what would your advice be to <clears throat> some of this current group of PCR boxers that are going to be going in there? Right at this point, week yeah. five? Um, just really the next three three weeks, or well, two and a half weeks is critical. Mm-hmm. Um as exhausted, as tired as you are, it's business end of the campaign. You listen, listen to their coaches, listen to all the advice, take it all in, and put in the hard yards. And then, as the, and same goes in the in the week, the lead up as we start tapering off and a bit more just um, skill and technique. Um, I suppose, yeah, match preparation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you taper off, just listen to the advice from the guys who've done it over and over and done the PCR event for ten years. But not only that, they're both professional fighters, Glenn and Nigel, and they got a good coaching team underneath them who they've handpicked and um, yeah you're in good hands guys and just yeah enjoy the moment and enjoy the journey and hands up cover up <laughs> and Galeni what would your advice be once they're actually in that ring what's the one bit of advice oh you got to be a dog you got to be a dog you know it's <laughs> not a, have that grit it's not a tickling contest you know so yeah everyone <laughs> gonna hit yeah, hard. some people hit and then they the referee says something and they turn and look at the referee nah nah you got you got to be you got to be it's it's zoned in it's a fight it's not a tickling contest you got to be you got to be nasty yeah and so when it comes to pcr boxers there's a few guys that have actually gone on from pcr and gone into amateurs or professional fighting yeah chris chiari who's my blue team coach he uh he had a good win in the amateurs um crazy uh, thing about that one was he just lost didn't he in pcr yeah i'm not I'm not accepting this. I'm actually yeah, so going to go out there and I'm going in amateurs. I'm glad to uh, say this story about Chris. So he lost to a mate of ours, Corey Pace. Corey Pace is a nugget. He's <laughs> Very you know, athletic, Corey he's, Pace. Yeah, he's, he's surprisingly very good at everything he, he does. It annoys me a bit because he always beats me in table tennis. Yeah. So I still can't win. And he's, he's, Corey's as strong as well. And, and Solomon Cross and my original partner in this, mm. Crosso is the toughest male model in Australia, <laughs> perhaps the world, isn't he? Like, yeah, he you know, is, he's a male model is. and he's hard as nails and he's a foot taller than Pacey and guys like that, Crosso usually just plays with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I saw Pacey like hunt down Crosso, you know, and bash him, not bash him, if Crosso ever watches this, <laughs> right? But, you know, gives him a, gives him a real run. They were having him a, a good run. even contest Yeah, and then, and then, um, and then uh, I've never seen anyone do it to Crosso, especially at Corey's size. So I said to Chiari afterwards, yeah, you lost to, you lost to, Corey Pace, but no shame in that. Pace is a beast. Karen's like, oh, thanks, mate. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. And anyway, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go back train yeah. and I'm going into amateurs. Then he goes to fights amateurs. Gets a really good win against yeah. a tough opponent. Showed a lot of heart there. I, m- I remember yeah. going down and watching yeah. that fight. And then really um, impressed. yeah, he did too. And then um, yeah, because he lost the first round, then won the he second did, and third. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, we got um, Craig Medlin. Craig Medlin, who's four and I was a professional. Didn't even fight amateur. Jumped over amateur. Just went straight. Went from PCR headgear. 
just three rounds of two minutes, you know, oh, I, and he only just won that fight. Yeah, he's And then all of a sudden guy, he's yeah. walking out Metro City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no head gear. Yeah. Just it everyone's was, there. He was scared. He was stuck to my hip all night, <laughs> yeah, well, mate. He didn't want to leave me. I'm scared when I rock up to watch <laughs> some of those fights. There's some uh, characters around there. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, what do I know? The change room is basically, where are you going, Where are you going? Heard <laughs> he followed you to the I'll bar. I'll go over it. Slash. <laughs> and he went out there. What a legend. And yeah. he, just, he threw big shots and he, and, yeah. he, and he got he got the win. Won four in a row. Won the state title. Yeah. Jackie uh, Toth, the Toth Fairy, the Tooth Fairy. Very Jackie, tough. yeah, Very she's tough, uh, had two pro fights now. Um, yeah, and there's a couple of other guys like Kim Kim O'Connell. Yeah, he could easily do that. He's yeah. an animal, you know. What I mean, Jimmy Sharma could Brad do that Triplett as well. Uh, Triple, yeah, yeah, had a fight at Thunderdome as well. So and, yeah, and yeah you're right. Win, and he jumped in. He jumped in late. Someone pulled out. He I did think. too. So yeah. he just from three weeks. I mean, he's yeah. a fit guy. One of those guys that. So good like you, Craig, just always keeps ready, yeah. ready to go. Love me, eh? Looks to me deceiving, mate. Yeah, because um. Yeah, the sorry, the the, uh, the the referees and judges that have done that refereed and judged me since I was a teenager. They said, "Glenn, this is a, they, they thought they were going to be just a couple of fat stockbrokers having a swing at corporate yeah. rumble." So this is amazing. You guys are like looks like a real amateur fight night. I said, "Yeah, no shit. Yeah. We're, not, we're not playing around here. Yeah, this you know? is this is the real deal." Yeah. So, Craig, um, just to wrap us up here, mate, give us a little rundown of of what you actually do here at the gym what sort of classes you do yeah so counterbalance fitness um we, we have a th we're not compl complicating our uh, timetable too much three styles of training uh, um counter box which is i suppose a uh, boxing for fitness type class not so much the con head contact and glove work and sparring mm -hmm. uh, more so your pad fitness combinations very popular very popular most people mm. um but you do see a bit of a progression we've already got some people here members of our gym looking at the PCR group training. Um, some of our regular members are super skillful and you, you see them looking at our, our boxing classes and the PCR people saying, yep, That's one day, that could be that. me, yeah, one yeah, day. I like it. And then we have a hit, hit style of class, so mm -hmm. high intensity interval training, which is very popular around the places. Um, a true test to most most members that, you know, you think you're pretty fit and then you go to a hit class and yeah, it gets handed to you. Yeah. And then a strength and stretch type session. So. Your three bases are covered, and then personal training. We've got a huge focus on kid fitness and youth fitness mm -hmm. with the same model, boxing, hit training, strength training. So lots of sporting groups. Fremantle Cricket Club utilise our facility, the Winthrop Netball Club, and having PCR on board is fantastic. A boxing event, so we're getting a few different sporting mm. groups in. Just need a football club now and a <laughs> soccer club. It's starting now. So. Those, those that have been at our facility, it's a big open space, plenty of room for running around, plenty of room to have 40 boxers doing some glove work and light sparring. So we can wheel equipment around to utilise space and have mass numbers, which is good, which is what we're looking for now that the COVID years are over and now is the time yes. to open up the new gym. How good is that? It's yeah. nice to have some clear air and actually know that you know mm. PCR is going to happen this day rather yeah. than having to have four backup dates uh, and boxers are just trying to stay fit but they don't know when they're going to be fighting so it'd be nice to have the crown towers full house and yeah that's one thing good for this this mob pcr 10 is the full house full capacity mm. and people are not scared to go out anymore which is fantastic yeah. for our fighters we love that and i think there's only four tables remaining is four that correct five. yeah you're right we'll sell out this week yeah which is awesome so gentlemen um good luck with getting your boxers ready to go Good luck to the Reds. Good luck to the Blues. I hope it is. Well, it's actually 15 fights. So I hope there's one no contest and it's 7-7. <laughs> we'll see you on April 22nd. Thanks, gentlemen. mate. Cheers, boys. That's crazy. Good on you.